I am your host, Emisha, and I'm so excited to be back in the studio and recording yet another great episode for you guys. So since I don't have a guest today, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into these topics. And so the first topic of the day is, um, I'm not going to say their name, like I'm not going to say the company's name or anything, but... I do want to talk about my experience with working with other people in the media industry. So I had the opportunity to join a group of women and that opportunity I was so excited about because I've been trying to get my foot in the door into this entertainment industry for a very long time. And so as far as me being excited, I was just, I tried to make sure that I didn't have any expectations walking into this opportunity. So um, I just came in there. I just wanted to show up and be the best version of myself that I could be and show them that, you know, I take this seriously and this is not just something that I say I want to do. I'm actually doing the work to be able to, you know, make things happen. So I was just a little bit disappointed, I would say, um, simply because of just, you know, how things went about. First of all, I just felt like I wasn't getting paid for my time. I was very, it was an internship, basically. Um, I was volunteering my time, and I just felt like my time wasn't valued. Um, I just feel like everybody wasn't on the same page. And I just feel like if we would have communicated a little bit better about what they wanted for my purpose for being there, I feel like maybe I wouldn't have felt that way. But I just felt like my time was wasted. Like I literally was there all day and I really didn't have to be. Um, And I don't like stuff like that. I just feel like I like to... um, be mindful and be make sure that I use my time wisely. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. But, um, yeah, so I just felt like we wasted a lot of time. And I just felt as if I could have been a little bit more helpful in the situation if, you know, everybody else that was involved was doing their part as well. And I just felt like I couldn't really do my best because, one, I was in a new environment. Two, I was juggling, handling, and figuring out how to navigate so many different personalities. Not only, you know, just, you know, working with women and, you know, black women, I just feel like they all had very individual, strong personalities. And it was just uh, very overwhelming for me at that moment because that was the first time I ever been, like, on set with so many People and me kind of like having to direct the show and basically, you know, make sure everything is going accordingly. But it's hard to get things to go according to plan when people aren't listening. And it's like I don't like to raise my voice um, because I feel like I don't have to. I feel like we are too grown to have to be literally yelling to ask people to listen and pay attention and people weren't on time and people were, you know, taking their precious little time 
getting ready and everything. And from what I thought we had discussed is that, you know, as soon as I walk in the door, hair, makeup and everything is going to be already ready. And by the time I walk in the door, we ready to shoot. But that didn't happen. Um, So I had to wait till people got ready. And I was like, I could have to go do something else like I carved out this period of time like I only expected to be there um maybe three hours max because um they had a photo shoot and also they were actually recording footage for something so um I only expected to be there three hours however um I believe I was on set there for probably like six to seven hours and I just felt like that was a little bit too long because, like, for me, when I come into this studio, um, I get things done. Like, I get the lighting together. I set up the camera, make sure that my um, outline is ready for today. And I sit my ass down and I start recording. I don't be doing all this chit-chatting and all this extra stuff. I come in and I do work. So I just expect not expect but I at that moment I just would have thought that that was just like the bare minimum you know I didn't think that I was gonna have to come in and really like put my foot down I really thought that I was just gonna really just be there to help make everything go smoothly and you know just give my little input of how I may think that things could be better um and then another thing I just really didn't like the space I feel like for what they were doing it was it worked out for everything that happened, but um, I would have chose a different location if I was over that. Um, but I just felt like the flow of everything, it just wasn't, it wasn't how I would have liked it if I was really like running the show. And I just felt like since that was my first time really working with everybody, I didn't want to just come in and just be like, you do this. Like, I didn't want to be that person that just walked in and this is everybody's first time meeting me because I feel like your first impressions are really, really important. So I'm not like that regularly. So I didn't want to just walk into a room and just act like I'd be like that all the time because I'm really not like that. Like, I'm real chill and um, I say what I got to say and if I have to raise my voice, I will, but I just feel like it was no reason for me to have to literally yell to get grown women to be quiet and listen. And, um, yeah, so I was really irritated by that um, because I just felt like it could have been a little bit more professional on their end. I just felt like it was just too much. And now I see that they weren't, you know, what I may have thought it was. That's why I try not to have expectations because I was just literally just there observing. And, like, I was being quiet because I already know, like, my facial expressions say everything. So I could already know, I could already tell that they're noticing that I'm getting irritated. And so I just feel like I know I'm irritated, so I just try to mind my business because one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to repeat myself. So it's like I just felt like I kept having to say the same things over and over again. And, like, people were, you know, drinking. So, you know, 
they were doing stuff like being loud while we were rolling. And I'm just like, you're supposed to be quiet on the set when you're recording. Like, why are you having side conversations? And if you have to have a side conversation, you need to take that, you know, outside. And I just felt like maybe that was other people's first time as well doing something like that. So maybe that has something to do with it. But, um, yeah, it was pretty interesting. And overall, I'm happy about the situation because it taught me that I need to be prepared to be able to work with different types of people and be able to um, not control, but be able to get everybody together and have everybody follow a schedule and have everybody, you know, come in do what they're supposed to do so we could all leave at a certain time like I feel like that was my lesson for that for like moving forward in the future for projects that I want to work on I know like everybody's gonna have a call sheet you need to be here at this time hair makeup need to be done by this time when it's your call time you need to be there and ready all of that waiting and wasting time I just feel like it's unnecessary especially when it comes down to booking studios and everything like time is very very important so if you're supposed to be there at 2 o'clock, but you're just not showing up at 3.30 and your hair and your makeup not even done, that's a problem for me, ma'am. And it's just like, if this is something that you signed up to do, I feel like you need to take it seriously. And I don't know, maybe I just should have, um, I don't know, what could I have done differently in that situation? I feel like I handled it the best way I possibly could have. Um but yeah, a lot, it was just, I don't know, it was just a lot about that experience that I really learned that I was like, okay, so if I really want to do this producer and director job, I'm going to have to make sure that things like this do not happen again. So that's my main takeaway from that opportunity. But I definitely will work with them again if the opportunity presented itself. But as far as, like, just trying to make myself, like, just really be a part of the crew or whatever, I'm I'm okay with that because it was a whole bunch of other stuff going on that I'm not even going to speak on because it ain't none of my business. Right. All right, let's talk about it. So I, kn- I know y'all like to go out and have fun. And so I just want to talk about dancing in the club. I feel like dancing in the club has changed over time. And I feel like before it was my time, guys and girls used to dance at the, you know, functions. And they used to actually, like, engage with one another. And it was, like, fun, you know. But I feel like nowadays it's more so of guys just chilling, watching the females dance and the girls dancing on their friends and stuff like that, you may see, you know, a couple, you know, a, like a couple, but I didn't mean, I wasn't going to say that at first, but you might see a couple dancing together or you might see a few people who just met and they just having a good time. But as far as like overall, like as many places that I done been, Mostly it's just the girls dancing and the guys watching. And I just want to get back to the times when girls and guys dance. And it's like, is it because you guys can't dance? Like, y'all don't got no rhythm? Or 
what? Like, y'all think it's just cool just to be sitting there and just be watching? Um, I don't know, but I feel like it's a a tasteful way for you to approach a woman and try to dance with her. I feel like you you can have a you know respectful dance, and it's like it's not always about twerking. I feel like now it's like all we do is either twerk or do TikTok dances. It's like we need to get back to just having fun with one another and. It not being so much just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But what made me think about this was I was watching Save the Dance. If you haven't watched that movie, it's on Netflix right now. So go check it out before they take it down. But um, I was watching that movie, and I really liked it. And I just like how the guy and the girl was dancing. He was teaching her how to dance and um. I would love to do something like that. Like, I would really. Because I went to this one spot here in Atlanta. But it was more so, like, a Caribbean spot. And, like, Caribbean guys, they really be dancing. And, like, they have dances to, like, all of their songs. And I just felt like it was cool. Like, I'm not. I didn't grow up around that. So, I'm not used to all of that. But it was fun because it was one guy um, that I was dancing with. And he was just showing me the moves and everything and I you know I caught on pretty well I feel like I feel like I was doing you know a nice little job it was some moves though that I have to I need to practice because I didn't catch on to it as quickly as I did the others but yeah um but yeah so Save the Dance was a really really good movie and like another part of the movie that stood out to me was like Derek, he really paid attention to Sarah. Like, Derek, he um took her to see a ballet show. And she had told him that she used to dance ballet. And so, as a date, he took her to see ballet. And I just felt like that was so romantic. Like, no, I feel like... The dudes that I have dated in the past, like, none of them paid attention to me. Like, none of them really took time to think about, like, what can I do for Misha that would put a smile on her face or that would, like, brighten up her spirits or whatever like that. Like, I love film. I love television. I love theater. And nobody has ever thought to take me on a date to see a live show or go somewhere where they're playing live music and someone is performing. Like, I love things like that. So I just feel like, it. I just thought it was so cute that Derek had thought that out to bring her to see ballet. And I would love to go see ballet. I never did it before. Like, I always wanted to go to see um, something on Broadway that's something on my bucket list that I really want to do. Um, they have shows all the time at the Buckhead Theater. Like, I would love to do stuff like that. So, take notes if um, you want to take me on a date. But, um, okay, another thing about being in the club that I wanted to address. Um, y'all need to stop trying to pass y'all blunts to people. I feel like... It's a certain type of etiquette that 
we have all like understood since COVID has happened and since monkeypox has happened. I feel like passing anything with a stranger is wild. Like passing your hookah to somebody that you don't really know like that is wild to me. Passing your blunt to somebody that you don't really know is wild to me. And then on top of that, it's like, I didn't watch you roll that. So I don't know what you put in that. I don't know what you smoking, but I'm not doing that. And then it's like, you not finna pass me no loose, wet, blunt. Like, come on, sir. Like, learn how to roll first before you try to pass me a blunt. And then it's just like, what irritates me is like, I notice like whenever a guy comes up to me and he's already been smoking, he was and tries to offer me the blunt or whatever. The blunt is literally almost gone. So it's like, I'm going to hit it two times and it's going to be out. Like, what? I don't I don't understand that. But, yeah, stop passing y'all blunts to people. I feel like that's annoying and really unnecessary. It's like, niggas just smoke your blunt and we can have a conversation. You do not have to offer your blunt to me. Like, it's not that serious. It's really not. Um, but yeah, so places to go, things to do. So if you want to go bowling, I highly suggest that you go check out Bolero. They have multiple locations here in Atlanta. I don't know if they have Bolero in other states or not, but check it out. Um, just look it up, find the nearest one to you. I like the one in Atlantic Station, but they also have another one. What's that area? Like Decatur, I think. Yeah, I think that that one considers being Decatur, but um, yeah, both of them are pretty cool. Their drinks are really, really good. We got mess, we got not lit for real, for real. Um, the last time I went for somebody's birthday, but yes, if you need somewhere to go, want to have a good time, check out Bolero. All right, and Misha's playlist. So I love Mary J. Blige and. My song for today is Be Happy. If you don't know this song, you sleep and you tripping and you need to go add this to your playlist right now. It just give it just gets me in the mood. Whenever I'm having I'm gonna have a long day and I have things to do, I'm playing this song to get my spirits right and I always be dancing and having a good time. So Go listen to Be Happy, Mary J. Blige, if you haven't already. Okay, so ask Misha. Don't forget to send in your questions at underscore in our lane. Okay, how to start a podcast. So I've been having a lot of people ask me how to start a podcast, and I don't want to sound rude or... um. Like, I'm being hard on y'all, but I just feel like if you really wanted to start a, a podcast, you would have done your research. You can just literally Google it and just say how to start a podcast. They got so many articles. They got so many videos on YouTube. They got so many things, but I understand you want to hear my point of view and you want me to give you some tips and some tricks on how to get this thing started. So one thing I would just say is you can book a studio like this one. And they already have the mics. They have. They might have other equipment like the camera. Um, and just go book a studio, set up your camera, get your mics together. Don't forget your SD cards. 
um, and just come in here and just come in there and start recording. Like it's just that easy. And you know, I use um, Adobe apps on my MacBook to um, edit. So I use Premiere, um, and then Audio Auto. What is it called? Yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, so I just use that software to edit everything for my podcast, um, to edit my clips on Instagram and stuff like that. I use an app to help me, you know, make things all nice and cute and add text and transitions and all that good stuff. Um, But, yeah, so I just feel like you need to just, first of all, let me – Go back, go back, go back, go back a little bit. First, 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 you need to ask yourself, why are you starting a podcast? If this podcast is just something that you want to do for fun and laughs and giggles for you and your friends to sit back and watch yourselves and have a good time, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. But if this is something that you really want to do and you want to take it seriously and really want to, you know, build this as a as another stream of income for you, then that's a whole nother thing. So if you just want to do this for fun, go ahead, just set up your camera, set up your mics, um, get your studio, go in there, record, and y'all have a ball. But if this is something that you're really serious about and you're trying to um, make your podcast something that is another stream of income for you and it's it's a business, you you want to treat this as a business, I highly suggest that, you sit down and write down your purpose. You sit down and write down your mission. Sit down and think about what it is that you want to talk about. Um, I suggest that you um, start trying to create an outline of how you would want your show to go. Because I think of my podcast as a show. So y'all know I have different segments. And each segment I talk about whatever it is I want to talk about in that segment. And it just helps the show flow and it just brings everything together. And then once you have all of that, start thinking about like your marketing things, like what are going to be your go-to like colors? Like what is going to be your aesthetic for your podcast? For example, like this studio is amazing and I'm happy that I found this studio and it's really, really good. However, um, as far as like aesthetically, the way that I eventually want my podcast to be, I will have to find me another podcast studio because um, I just want things to just look differently as far as the aesthetics of the show. But as of for right now, I love this um, setup for right now. But you got to think about things like that. Um, are you going to have guests on this show or do you have a co-host or um, a group of y'all that, is on the podcast like however you want your podcast to run you need to start thinking about that um also think about you know actually setting up a business um so that you can you know set up your business credit card and your business account um what's that some other stuff so it's a lot and as far as like the audio side of things um you got to make sure you set up your RSS uh, link. So your RSS link is what 
get your podcast on apps like Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, um, whatever. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like all of those platforms that you can promote your podcast on, you're going to need your RSS link. Um, what else? I feel like I'm missing some stuff. Of course, you're going to need a website. You're going to need, it's a lot of things that go into it if you're really, really serious about that. That's why I just wanted to say, like, if this is something that you see as a business, it's a lot that goes into it versus if this is just something that you want to do. But Okay, so I think I left off um, just saying, like, you need to be clear about what it is that you want from your podcast. If this is something that you're taking seriously, I would really say take the time to do your research and listen to other podcasts. Look at the podcasts that are successful. See what they're doing that is making them successful. And that's what I did. Like when I first started, I just started, you know, and I bought my first mic. I already had like lights and everything because you know, I went to school for this, so it's, like, I already had, like, camera and all this other stuff, so I had all the tools, I had the computer, had everything that I needed except for the mic, so I bought the mic, and then when I bought the mic, I learned that, oh, I can't just buy a mic, I need to buy an interface, and, or if you don't have, or not even, not an interface, one of, um, these boards over here, like, I just feel like it's, Things that you're going to, once you start taking the time and really investing in your craft, you're going to start seeing, like, little things that matter to bring all of this together. So, that's that's what I did. Um, I just took my time and did my research and, you know, start small. You don't have to have, you know, the most fancy stuff. You don't have to have, you know, the best of everything just starting out. It's just like... If this is something that you want to do, just start doing it. And then over time, you're going to see, okay, this is where I need to improve. This is something that, that I need to do differently next time. And it's all a learning experience. Like you are literally going to learn something new every day. For example, when I was recording with my best friend, I noticed that having my camera set on autofocus it's going to automatically try to continue to stay focused on both of our faces. But moving forward, I know I need to put it on manual focus and just have it set to one setting for my focus so that it won't keep doing that, you know, automatic thing that it does when it's trying to focus on both faces. Um, as far as the lighting, like I learned just by just recording in the studio that, you know, other people be working in here, so they may change their lighting. They might switch things up a little bit, and I have to redo all of that stuff every single time I come in here. Um, so it's just little things like that and that you got to pay attention to. Also, you have to make sure that you stay consistent. Like, if you drop on Fridays, you need to make sure that you drop on Fridays. If, you know you decide that you want to start doing patreon now that's another you know element added onto 
you know, the podcasting. And I feel like all podcasters should do that because you get, you know, paid for your work. It's not like you just upload it on YouTube and it's like anybody could watch it for free. On Patreon, you can set it up to where your supporters are, you know, funding the podcast. So now you're making money that's covering studio time. You're making money that's covering all of the equipment that you got to get to make it happen. And, you know, it's not cheap to, you know, look cute. So it's like I have to invest in my makeup and my hair and my wardrobe. So it's just a lot of things like as a that's just for a female but. Um, but men as well, like y'all got to get y'all haircuts or if you got dressed, you got to get a retwist. You got to, you know, dress nicely, you know, or dress according to the audience that you are, you know, aiming towards. And that's another important thing. You need to figure out who is your audience. Um, who are you talking to? Who is the people that you think will be listening to your podcast and that will help you determine you know as far as topics as far as segments as far as just the overall flow of the show that will help you determine who you know or what what am I trying to say that'll help you determine like what you need to do That'll help you to, you know, stay focused on what it is that you want to do for your podcast. So let's see, is there anything else? Um, as far as editing goes, I feel like that's important, but it's like if you don't have a background in that, you can always teach yourself and just do basic, you know, transitions and basic ad text or whatever to the visual part of the podcast or you can hire somebody to edit for you they have plenty of freelance editors that you can get to join your team um and the last point I would say is build you a team if this is something that you're serious about that's something that I'm working on because I feel like I'll be able to go through things a lot smooth what I'm trying I'm fumbling over my words I will be able to record my podcast a lot smoother is that the right way to say it yeah anyways I'll be able to (laughs) record my podcast and things will be able to go according to plan if I had people here helping me because being a one-woman show whenever the battery dies I gotta stop and get up and change the battery out whenever um the SD card is full, got to switch it. Like anything like that's going on, I'm doing everything by myself as far as the edits, as far as uploading it every week, as far as, you know, setting up the lights and making sure that the lighting is straight, making sure, just making sure everything like I've been doing it by myself. And so like right now I'm cool doing it by myself, but eventually I do want to have people a part of my team to help me because then we could just come in here knock it out I could do my part and just come on here and just talk and not necessarily focus on the technicality look at me I keep messing up my words today and I do not like that but I I don't have to worry about all of the behind the scenes stuff that's what I'm trying to say so yes um 
as far as how to start your podcast, literally just set up a camera. If you have a mic, get you a mic. If you have your interface, get your interface. Or however you want to go about it, you don't even have to have a mic because sometimes, sometimes some cameras, you can have the um, attached mic and that'll work as well. Whatever you got to do, you could just use your iPhone nowadays. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not that hard. Um, So just start getting comfortable talking and don't beat yourself up because, like, for me, I know I stumble over my words and I might not use words correctly all the time and I'm working on not using the word like all the time when I'm talking. That's why I love when I am having one a good episode when I'm not saying like all the time. But yeah, so I think I gave y'all some good tips on how to start a podcast. Um, if I feel like I missed something and I want to come back and do, like, a part two or something like that, I will. But um, I feel like that's good enough. I feel like if you really want it that bad, you'll go get it. And that's that's just basically the the mentality that I had. I, re- I really want this really, really bad. So I'm always looking for ways for me to improve. And I can only get better from here. I can only go up from here. And that's that's just what I keep telling myself. I feel like my voice is kind of going in and out. So I'm going to drink some water. Stay in your lane. So today to end us out, I wanted to let y'all know that you got to use your time wisely. And I kind of mentioned on using your time wisely a little bit earlier in the podcast. But I really wanted to tell you guys to use your time wisely. Because time is something that is very valuable and I feel like it's not until you get a little bit older till you start to realize how important time is and for me like I said I'm working on my time my, my time management because I don't like being late um, especially when it comes down to stuff like this because it's like I'm booking you know hours in the studio I need to use every single minute that I book you see what I'm saying luckily the owner of this studio is cool and like even even if I am late he'll work with me and everything but you don't come across that all the time and people don't be playing so it's like if you said you're gonna be here at 9 30 that means you need to be here at 9 30 because when your booking ends at whatever time it's supposed to end that's when you need to be wrapping it up not still recording this stuff so Use your time wisely. I feel like if you still work your, you know, job or whatever the case may be or whatever you do after you're done with that, if you want to start a podcast after you get off, you need to start working on that podcast. Or if you want to start going on vacation, that time when you get off work, 
or whenever you, whatever it is, you whenever you done doing your first task for the day, instead of watching TV or instead of, you know, going out with your friends, go to the studio. If, or if, not even if you want to start a podcast, like anything, if you want to start a business, you have to make time for it. You know what I'm saying? It's not just going to happen. So I basically work, 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 work. Like I do have my days where I'm like, look, Misha, you deserve some time off. You deserve to have fun. And you definitely need to set aside time for that because that's very important in my eyes. I feel like we should all have fun. We should all do things that we enjoy and things that's not necessarily like work. Because for me, I can just work, work, work. Like, when I'm working on my podcast, like, I'm happy. Like, when I'm editing, I don't feel like I'm working, but it's work. Versus, like, when I actually have to clock in and work or whatever, I'd be so exhausted. I don't know. I don't know. I guess because I'm just really passionate passionate about this, it doesn't really feel like work. And I just really get so excited when I be getting the clips together and everything. But, um, yeah, so... What I do is wake up in the morning, go to work. When I get off of work, I work and make sure I eat and work out. Um, make sure that, you know, I do my skin routine, take my vitamins. I just make sure that I schedule out everything that I need to do throughout the day. And a good thing I, that I also have, you know, done is not beat myself up if I don't get a chance to do everything that I said that I was going to do in a day and just put that on my to-do list for later on the, throughout the week if I you know can find to s- squeeze it in wherever I can so don't beat yourself up if you're not able to really do everything that you want to do throughout the day but make sure you just you know do a little to-do list if you have to because like I feel like when we just keep everything in our brains we kind of like can get forgetful or just, you know, let the day go by. And now you're trying to cram everything at nighttime and it's like you're going to get tired in a little bit. Or even if you would have been able to do everything that you said throughout the day, then you'll be able to still go out with your friends and not feel guilty about not being able to do what you said you want to do because at the end of the day, like, my mindset now is that I'm going to be in the studio. So whether I'm being in this thing by myself or I'm going to have guests or whatever the case may be, I'm going to be in the studio because that's imp- it's important. Like, I have to, like, I have to create content. I have to push this shit out. Like, I have to, like, stay on top of this. And so I have to put the time in to do it. And it's 11 o'clock at night. And... Today I had plans earlier. That's why I didn't book the studio today earlier. And it got switched till tomorrow. So I was like, let me see if we got something available available tonight. I'm using my time wisely. I could have just still been in my bed and just been like, oh, I'll just go to the studio next week or da-da-da-da-da. But no, like I have plans of how I want, you know, everything to roll out. So today made sense as far as my schedule is plus everything else I got to do throughout the week. I'm no, I know I wasn't going to be able to go throughout the week, so I was like, I need to go get it today because I'm not going to be able to do it tomorrow. And, um, yeah, because I don't like to 
come to the studio on my regular work days. I like to go on my off days. Like, even my off days are not off days for me because, like I just said, on my off days, I'm working on my podcast. Like, the way I got my schedule set up now is, like, Sunday is recording days. Monday is editing days. That way, throughout the week, while I'm doing my other stuff that I got going on, I could just worry about just posting it and making sure that it's scheduled to go up on time and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm going a little bit over time on this podcast, and I still want to um, record one more episode while I'm here. So, yeah, I'm going to wrap things up for today. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of In Our Lane Podcast. I was really finna say the previous name of the podcast. But yeah, so I'll see y'all in the next one. Bye.